Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome to Pit Pass Moto, the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. I'm Dave Selecki, and this week we have as our guest Chris Parrish. Moto America, the home of AMA Superbike Championship featuring 190 mile per hour superbikes, is the official sponsor of Pit Pass Moto. Moto America, the official AMA road racing series for North America at MotoAmerica.com. Tickets, info, and complete 2021 schedule at MotoAmerica.com forward slash tickets. Don't miss a minute of action. Practice qualifying races and video on demand at Moto America Live plus streaming. Follow Moto America on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The latest news in racing, we've got results from the Unadilla in New Berlin, New York. Outdoor AMA Motocross 450 class, Ken Roxon sweeps the class with a 1-1. He was on fire all weekend, just looked really good. Dylan Ferrandez, our red plate holder, came in second with a 2-3, followed by Marvin Muskin, the KTM rider, finished third. Your point standings in 450 class, Dylan Ferrandez continues to lead, sitting on 345 points. Ken Roxon just back with 39, and Eli Tomac sitting in third at 62 points behind. In 250 action, Jet Lawrence goes 2-1 for first overall, followed by Justin Cooper, who went 1-4 for second, and Jeremy Martin finishing on the podium with a 3-2. Your point standings in the 250 class, Justin Cooper continues to lead with 324 points. Jet Lawrence sitting in second, just four points back, so we've got a close battle, followed by Hunter Lawrence in third, sitting 61 points back. MotoGP Racing Grand Prix, Von Ostrich. Brad Bender brings it home for first on his KTM, followed by Francesco Bagnaia, the Italian rider on his Ducati, finishing third, Jorge Martin. Your point standings in MotoGP, Fabio Quartararo, the Yamaha rider, sitting on 181 points, followed by Francesco Bagnaia with 134, and tied up in second, Johan Mir on his Suzuki with 134 points. Big news out of MotoGP racing, Maverick Vinales was suspended for the weekend and did not ride. Shortly after that, announced that he is signed for Aprilia in 2022. So big news coming out of MotoGP. American flat track, short track racing from Weeds Pork, New York, and Super Twins, Jared Mees, takes it home and wins it, followed by Jared Vanderkoy and Brandon Robinson for an Indian sweep of the podium. In standings, Briar Bauman continues to lead, sitting on 197 points, followed by Jared Mees with 175, 22 points back and Brandon Robinson sitting in third, 29 points back. We've got results from Moto America at Pitt Race, PRI Raceway in Pittsburgh this last weekend, and Superbike Jake Gagne does the double. Just continues to dominate in race one, takes it home, followed by Tony Elias, and third, Matthew Skultz. And in race two, Jake Gagne wins again. That is 13 straight for those keeping count. The man is on fire this year, followed in second by Matthew Skultz, 
third Bobby Fong. So you're standing so far this year. Jake Gagne continues to lead with 325 points. Matthew Skoltz sits 93 points back in second. And third, Cameron Peterson sitting on 184 for 141 points back. In stock 1,000, Jake Lewis takes it home over Travis Wyman and Hayden Gillum. So that was a great race. Point standings, Jake Lewis sitting on 182, followed by Corey Alexander, who's 20 points back. Travis Wyman is 34 points back. In super sport action, Rick G. Escalante takes it home in the first race, followed by Sean Dillon Kelly and Rocco Landers for third. In super sport race two, Sean Dillon Kelly takes it home and wins it, followed by Richie Escalante. In third again, Rocco Landers. In your point standings so far this year, Sean Dillon Kelly leads with 320, followed by Richie Escalante with 259, and Sam Lockoff sitting back in third with 163. In Twin Cups action, taking it home for first, Anthony Maziato on the Aprilia wins it, followed by Teague Hobbs on his Suzuki. In third, Hayden Schultz. In the ever-popular Build Train Race program, C.J. Lukacs wins it for her second win of the year of the three-race series, followed by Becky Goble and Alyssa Bridges. That is a great series. I hope everybody gets to see it in action. This week's Pit Pass trivia question is, what rider won the inaugural Moto America Twins Cup Championship? Name the rider, motorcycle brand, and the year. The answer to that question after our interview with Chris Parrish. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We would like to welcome back to Pit Pass Moto 2021 Twins Cup racer and the mastermind behind Ghetto Customs, Chris Parrish. Chris, thanks a lot for coming on the show today, bud. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Good to be back. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a while, so it's always good to catch up again and see how things are going. You had a uh, just a great weekend at Pit Race, taking home a fifth in Twins. That was outstanding. Talk about the weekend. How'd it go? Uh, the weekend was fun. I know how to get around Pittsburgh pretty well so it was it was good to be back and uh, it's a really fun track and i threw down some solid qualifying times and the last one i did the last qualifier i did i just put down a really solid lap it was uh it was a 49.4 and i came in and, and i was like well where did that put me i'm up in the top five she was like nope you're in sixth i was like well, crap that sucks <laughs> well that's about as close to close to top five as you can get though no, no, it was fifth, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the flyer put me in fifth, so it put me in the middle of the second row. And I thought that was a really fast time. And then uh, in the race, I ended up doing some uh, high 48s. I think it was a 48.7 was uh, my fastest lap. And that's smoking around that track on an SV. Yeah, and that's something I want to talk to you about here in a minute is the SV. But, you know, just for you, it's been a great season as a privateer getting, you know, you've had three podiums this year, just killing it. I just got to wonder, a guy who's got his own business that's 
contributing to the racing he's in, part of the series, and and also a privateer racer. How do you do it, man? When do you sleep, and how do you keep it all going? <laughs> well, I, I, I usually sleep when I get done working, I guess, <laughs> which usually is about midnight. You know, anytime I'm at home, it's a little difficult, stressful, but it's kind of easy in a way that uh, that Beth she works at nights, which allows me to be able to work all through the night, and then in the times I'm at home. I don't really work on my own stuff. I'm just trying to get everything caught up with other customers. Or, of course, I, I paint all of the uh, bikes uh, for the M4 team. So usually, if they have a bad weekend, I'm there at home painting or repairing their stuff. And at the same time, I'm building bodywork. You know, for just whoever has ordered anything and trying to get it, get it shipped out. And uh, sometimes doing a little bit of trailer repair. And then, of course, we actually plan to stay up here for this week and then uh, we had a knock sensor go bad on the van so i've been working on that all morning trying to get these sensors out of these exhausts or crazy pain in the butt so long days and long nights just trying to get work done get caught up you know in a short amount of time i'm at home well i know for the sv with your with your business you talked about a while ago about you had developed some new body work and possibly some new intake system did that ever get up and running on that bike or is that something you're using now that is. I was able to make an airbox for the third gen. And the airbox it's pretty large. It kind of it goes down inside the frame, and you know, on the SV you have the boots that bolt to the engine. You know that the throttle bodies, you know, kind of screw onto also for this airbox to work. You got to take the boots off the engine. You got to completely clear all that out. You got to clean up the wiring, move the uh, rectifier around a little bit to get it to fit down in there, and. Once you get it down in there, you put the boots back on, you put the throttle bodies back in and wire everything up. But I haven't really finished the whole intake system, the cold air system. I'm still working on that kind of stuff. I did develop, you know, all new body work for the second and third gen. I've made, uh, you know, super bike tails where everything fits easy. There's like minimal modifications you have to do. All of my fairing stays and side brackets, all them fit perfect. Everybody that's got some, they've they've been real happy with it and, and tell me how easy it is to install. Because that's the idea. You need to be able to take it out of the box and install it to the bike, and it should be easy, you know, with no cuss words, and you don't have to work on it for a week compared to, like, other, you know, bodies that are made for the SV. And it's been a long time. It sucks that I, I waited so long to do all this. I should have done it long ago, but I never had an interest until now. Other than the, the cold air intake, I'm still working on. I'm, I'm probably work on one more upper to have like a, a you know the mouth on the front for all the cold air stuff to fit up to. But after this year, I'm probably going to I'm about done with the SV, and then I'm almost get an R7, and I'm gonna start building bodywork and brackets and everything for the R7. And plus the uh, the Aprilia guys want me to uh, build bodywork for them, and uh, also the Ninja 400. So I got a you know pretty full plate that that I want to do through the winter. But yeah, the SV has been my go-to, and and I'm about done with it. It's worked out well. I would say, I mean, it's what's it been 17, 18 years on the same bike? You've, I mean, it's it's generationally changed, but I mean, it's fundamentally the same engine, other than the the intake and the and the EFI. But you've done amazing things with it, getting horsepower out of it, and being so competitive over that time, winning your first championship on it. All of those things just really tell that it's a it's a good solid platform. Yeah, yeah, it's worked out well. It's been fun. I've been riding these things uh, for. I've been racing for 18 years. I've been riding SV for 16 of them. I would say that's a good lineage. And, you know, it's <laughs> one thing that's so interesting to me about twins is it's it's the the various platforms that go out and compete. And now you've got the new Yamaha hitting the track you mentioned. 
you know, Aprilia is starting to make noise. It would be interesting if I wish I had the magic eight ball. It would tell me, you know, what other manufacturers are going to get into the scrum and try to contribute or introduce new platforms. Are you hearing anything, any kind of noise in the pits? Nothing at all. I, I really wish uh, Suzuki would, would follow suit. And, uh, you know, the, the whole bike itself is, is fine. It's, it's like you said, the engine hasn't changed, you know, since 2003. It's the same technology. They've, you know, the, like the clutch actuator and a couple of little things is different, but it's basically the same. I wish they would follow suit and come out with a parallel twin, you know, the, to shove in the, in the frame that already works and, you know, keep the SV going. I haven't heard anything about it, but I just hope that they do. You know, anybody else, I don't I don't think anybody's making, you know, a new twin as of right now. Now, talking about the Moto America series, I see that, you know, they added Brainerd this year, which has always been a track that's been around, but not part of the series. And I, I, I got to imagine you've spent some time up there. What was the track like this year? What was the venue like? How did that how did that uh, event go for you? So I'd only been to Brainerd twice. Uh, once was a uh, was a uh, like a race weekend, and you know on a borrowed bike, and that's when I was uh, starting to ride for Andy Palmer. And then the second time, the the, the engine had broken the second session, so the whole weekend was gone. That track is really fun. The whole carousel and Joker combo, as they call it, is is a little sketchy and it's a little too slow. But the rest of the track is really fun, and, and the surface, it's got the surface has really good grip, and it's not too bumpy. Or some tracks, some older tracks are bumpy, but it was it was kind of cold the weekend that we were there. It was like like low seventies and stuff, so it was like really tricky with tires. And everybody having to scramble around and making decisions. But other than that, the Brainerd's still a front track. Yeah, as a, as a longtime racer, this series I see Moto America trying to inject some. Uh some new blood with the build train race program they adopted from Royal Enfield. They've incorporated them into the series. Have you been watching any of that uh, series? I know it's a three race series, but have you, have you been able to see the ladies race and kind of check out the bikes and see what they're doing to them? No, I haven't. And uh, I hate myself that I haven't been able to make it over. It's just, you know, being not only the racer, I'm the, you know, I'm the tire guy, I'm the gas guy and everything for my bike. So it's, it's hard to get away sometimes to, to go check out those things. But it, uh, it does look really cool and glad to see Melissa Paris is involved with it. And it sounds really cool. But yes, I definitely need to go and check out all those ladies. They're rocking out there and she's going fast, too. If you happen to get down to Barbara, I think that's the third race in the series. So if you if you make it down there, that'll be the, the, the chance to see it in action. And I just wanted to mention to you, Chris, you are uh, officially a celebrity. As a side note, you are our Pit Pets trivia question answer this week since you won your first <laughs> championship. You won the first championship in uh, in Twins Racing uh, for Moto America. So congratulations. That's uh, You're a part of history, man. Yeah, it's, it's very surprising that I was able to do that. And because uh, that first year, I just kind of looked over at Beth and I was like, hey, you want to go pro racing? She was like, sure, what's it What's it about? And I was like, I don't know. We'll just go try. <laughs> and uh, ended up winning the whole thing. You know, it was, uh, it, was, it was quite the eye-opener with all the traveling and, you know, how much we spent on tires and just the whole, you know, we blew the budget out of the park and, and just kept going with it and uh, ended up being fun. You know, we're still having fun. We're still traveling around with Moto America and, and uh, trying to do some endurance racing. That's, that's the reason why we stayed up here in Ohio, because we're going to go back to Pittsburgh this weekend to do endurance with Weira and in, in two. And Beth has been a big part of your program, as I understand it. She's pretty much the lifeblood and keeping things going and keeping the lights on for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. In our adventures, we just 
have to make sure we get back home so she can get to work. And she only works like three days a week, the three 12 hour shifts at the hospital. She's been, uh, she's been the backbone of this. You know, she helps out a bunch. She does a lot more work than she wants to. And surprisingly enough, she doesn't mind it. And I don't know why she keeps coming to the track, but I'm glad she's with me. And, and she's really good looking too. There, there you go. There's a, there's a winning, there's a winning program, man, all the way around for sure. She's right here smiling at me now. <laughs> well, listen, Chris. I know time is short, and you've got some, uh, let's say, vehicle repairs to to attend to. I know. So, if you'd like to take the last few minutes to uh, thank anyone that's helped you out or helped you along the way, and uh, now's the time to do that. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, Big shout out to, you know, Chris Ulrich and those guys. They've, uh, you know, he put an engine together for me this year and, it, and it's, it's held together. It's super fast. You know, all the people that's, that's done the helmet sponsor, I really appreciate that. That, that helps pay for the tires and, you know, Millennium Technologies and Future Star, Wingman's Garage. Those guys are great, man. Huff Oil, he's uh, sponsored me with, uh, with boxes of oil, AMS Oil, you know, and all those guys and Beth, you know, and, our parents and everybody that's behind us. You know, we appreciate everything. We 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 travel around in the van with a with a blue trailer that I made myself, and we're just having fun. And, and we appreciate everybody that's that's standing with us and helping us. Awesome, man! That's great to hear. And uh, make sure you check out Ghetto Customs. I think probably on Facebook, Chris is the best place to find you. Yeah, well, it's surprising. My Facebook account got basically got robbed. Oh, and it got deactivated. So. I had my GC services page. I can see it out there, but it's I can't I can't access it no more. So I'm having to had to redo my Facebook page, and and I'm working on another uh, business page. It'll be Ghetto Customs 128. But yeah, if anybody needs anything from me, as far as SV body work or, or any kind of questions, just just find me on on Facebook or Instagram. Chris, thanks again for taking the time to to spend time with Pit Pass Moto. We appreciate it, and uh, thanks for joining us, man. Awesome, appreciate it. Thanks for having me back. We would like to thank our guest, Chris Parrish, for spending time with us today. This week's Pit Pass trivia question was, what rider won the inaugural Moto America Twins Cup Championship? Name the rider, motorcycle brand, and the year. And the answer is, of course, Chris Parrish, riding a Suzuki, won the inaugural Moto America version of Twins Cup in 2018. Previous versions of the series combined Super Sport 600 and Super Stock 600 classes and ran from 2015 to 2017. Upcoming events, we've got AMA Outdoor Motocross at Bud's Creek, Maryland, August 21st, American Flat Track at Peoria, Illinois, August 21st, World Superbike at Cerqueta de Navarra in Spain, August 20th through 22nd, the MXGP of Turkey, September 5th and September 8th, Moto America at New Jersey Motorsports Park, September 10th through 12th, MotoGP Racing, the British Grand Prix of 2021, September 12th. Thank you again to our guests for being with us today, and thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. If you have a moment, please rate and review us. We really, really appreciate it. Make sure you're also following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and visit pitpassmoto.com where you can check out our blog. 
This has been a production of Evergreen Podcasts. A special thank you to Tommy Boy Halverson, Chris Bishop, producer Leah Longbreak, and audio engineer Eric Coltnow. I'm Dave, and we'll see you next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.